Hello, hello, my lovely people. Welcome to a new episode of my 100 Days Life Challenge. <laughs> this is day 97. 97, this is so crazy. I have to say, like, I really have mixed feelings about this challenge, um, yeah, to end soon, um, but I'll get into that in a couple of days anyways, I, I would say. But it's very, very mixed feelings, I have to say. So anyways, if you're tuning in today um, live or on the replay, I would love if you would just say hi, because I really want to welcome you into the video to make it more personal, to have like a nice chat here together with you. So that would be awesome. And then apart from that, I hope you all have a beautiful weekend. Um, today in Monterey, it was a little bit cloudy. Um, it's still colder than in Vallarta and in Sayulita, so still wearing long pants. Um, but yeah, tomorrow we want to go hiking, so let's see how that will go. Also today, I'm actually having my girl boss cup or girl boss mug that I found here in the Airbnb, which is so funny. So as I promised yesterday, I believe, I wanted to show you the mug. <laughs> drinking tea tonight because I'm still trying to be careful with my with my stomach and everything to really um, yeah really get rid of whatever I had so today I thought let's talk about a topic that is so important for so many and it came up with several clients in the past one or two weeks and I thought it's so important to address it here because it might be so beneficial for you as well which is the fear of judgment. Can we talk about the fear of judgment today? So the fear of judgment is, first of all, like if you ever have those moments where you're just scared that you might not be liked by other people or what they will say, or, you know, like you're definitely not alone because, alone, sorry, because being, like wanting to be liked is just human. Like we all have a, a desire within us to be liked, to belong. So this is really natural, first of all. Just adjusting the camera here, so that's much better. So that's very natural. On the other side, if you sometimes refrain from actually doing things you would like to do, or you're trying to pretend to be someone that you're not just to kind of make sure that you will be liked, how much is fear driving your life rather than joy? Here we are again with that amazing analogy. How much is fear in the driver's seat of your life? So like in my own journey, like especially, I'm just thinking, I would say especially after the burnout, like with all the decisions that I made from that moment on, like when I recovered, there were so many decisions that people were like, what is she doing? And like, I feel like I'm so much living out of the norm already now that it's not like, of course, like there are some areas that are e easier than others, but I feel I've put myself into these kind of situations a lot of times now. And I can tell you from my own experience, 
it does get better and um, yeah I'll just I'll just explain my own experiences and then we'll take it from there so I was in a severe burnout for many 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 months and from that period of time kind of I started to kind of rethink my whole my whole life I really rethought my whole life like what do I actually want in my life what do I really want my life to look like and then from that point on I made several decisions several severe decisions which transformed my life or shifted my life totally around so the first one was really um, changing my whole nutrition from one day to the next literally from one day to the next so I was just a, a very normal eater. I was not picky at all with anything. I was just a very normal eater. And I switched to a plant-based diet, becoming vegan, literally from one day to the next, just because I was listening, just um, accidentally kind of, to a podcast while I was driving. And it, it, it just caught me and it was cl crystal clear for me, this is what I want in my life. And I just shifted from one day to the next. So being vegan in my family and also in Bavaria where people tend to eat a lot of meat, there was a lot of judgment, a lot of judgment, a lot of overwhelmed people in my surrounding who didn't know how to handle it, all those, all those things. So that was the first, first thing. The second thing was um, we were like, I, I started to, to get so annoyed by all the things we had in our house. Um, it was just too much. It was just too much. And me still being on recovery from that burnout, I could really notice how all those things are kind of taking up the space in my head, like the mental space kind of. So I really wanted to get rid of all those things and started to sell things and kind of started to minimalize, but also like a lot of people around me were like, are you sure you're gonna, you really want to give all that away? Are you sure? Like, maybe you should keep a few things. And I mean, we were not totally minimalist, but it was just like, for me, it was a huge thing to like, get rid of so many things and sell so many things and all this. So that was a new chapter. So then, um, we made another huge decision, Stefan and I. Um, so by that time, probably because we were already married and everything, I believe my parents were kind of already expecting for the message to get grandkids. But <laughs> instead, we announced we're gonna quit the lease for the huge house and move into a tiny little apartment because it's gonna save us a lot of money. We don't want to live in that huge house, just the two of us now. It just doesn't feel right yet. It's just too early for us somehow because we really want to go travel. We desire to go traveling for longer periods and we cannot leave a huge house just by itself at home. Like when we were on Hawaii for our honeymoon for a month, we came back and we had like a meter height of grass in our garden. So a house is just not very practical to be left home alone, kind of, when you travel for longer periods of times and it's more difficult to sublet it when you're away and also it costs more money. So for us, there was just no point in keeping the house. So my parents were like, again, like totally their world was turned upside down. There was like 
so much trials to to convince us to do otherwise and everything and also my friends like starting to get babies now and everything they were like yeah why don't you give up the house so there was of course it was another new situation and then i decided to quit my job and start my own business and then from that point on like in business like i feel every one of you who might maybe also have a business or think about creating your own business there's probably you can relate like then there's just one decision after the next um, where judgment can come up so I've experienced a lot of those decisions but also it doesn't it's not only about the huge decisions it's just about like maybe you know when you together with a group of people that you don't know so well that you're very self-aware like how do I look like what are my clothes like Hopefully they're gonna like me, what's the makeup, oh my gosh, my hair today, you know, like all those thoughts. So this can also totally be a situation. And I think that was for me this year when I decided to go and start traveling solo again because Stefan couldn't come with me right away. And the first one, no, I think the first five or six weeks I went on my own traveling through Spain and uh, Mexico. Um, being back to hostile life, being thrown in just a bunch of people kind of surrounded me like it was just it was just yeah me getting out of my comfort zone and when I started to stop like like worrying about being liked and everything and just decided to be me now I'm getting ahead of myself but it's okay it just, it just started to become not only easy, but such a beautiful experience. So that's kind of the background in case you don't know me so well yet. Um, so what do we do now in terms of fear of judgment? So we can be very self-aware and we can overthink our decisions and what other people might think or say about our life. Maybe they judge us, maybe they have different visions for us, maybe they have different expectations whatsoever but in the end it's always our own life it's always our life in the end it will always be you who looks back on your life thinking have I really lived my life did you know the main like when when people are asked like at the very last day of their life kind of when they get asked like if you if you could do anything differently in your in your life if you could change anything in your life what would that be did you know the most common answer is not oh i'm so i'm so sad i made this mistake but rather the most common answer is i wish i actually lived my life i wish i actually did all the things my way i wished i actually tried to call in all my, all my dreams and not follow what everybody else was telling me. Did you know that? It's not about the things that people did do and regret. It's always about the things they haven't even tried or they didn't do. So in the end, it will always be you who looks back on your life and decides, have you lived your life? Have you really lived your life? Was it fun? Was it, an, was it an amazing adventure? What do you want to tell your grandkids when you're in that age? So that's one. But the other thing is also, 
we all we i feel we all kind of try to fit in a box like when we talk to that person we kind of try to adapt to that person or to that person's expectations to fit into their box and then the next day when we talk to the next person we kind of try to fit in their box to meet their expectations or their perceptions of the world or whatsoever so now you can imagine with all the people you meet during your whole life which is another great analogy that we came up in in a client session so with all the people you meet in your life you can imagine this cupboard is gonna will have a lot of a lot of different boxes a lot of different drawers where you try to kind of fit in you know and then you're trying to close the drawer and it's just not really fitting, you know, it's just too tight and it's just not really closing. That's how we feel. That's how we feel. You know that feeling when you're feeling insecure if people will like you and then you feel like how everything gets tight and you feel pressure, you know, like you're kind of trying to hide, you're shrinking like as if you were trying to fit, trying to fit in that drawer. It's the same thing. So here's the truth, or my truth, for sure. As soon, as soon as I decided to always be me, and yes, in some situation it works, or it's easier than in others, but from that moment on where I decided I'm not I'm no longer trying to fit in all those drawers. I'm no longer giving my energy away to other people to control how I show up in my life. And instead I decide to just be me. I I just decide to always be me. So when we decide that we're just our true selves there's two possibilities. Either people don't like us. So if people don't like us, this is not about us. This is not about us at all. This is not about us not being good enough or us not fitting into the drawer. This is about we're just not a match to their energy. And then probably they are not a match to our energy either. We don't have to be liked by every single person in that world. It's okay. There's people that I don't like, but I don't hate them either. I have compassion for them. It's okay that they're there, you know, I can totally deal with them or I could probably also do a project with them together. It's okay. I don't have to like them but I also don't have to hate them. But we're just, they're just a different energetic, in a, in a different energetic vibration, and that's totally okay. Also when people, when, when you feel people judge you for your decisions or for what you're doing or where you're at in your life or whatever, remember, Every single person has made up their own belief system about how the world works due to their own experiences in life, due to what they were told when they grew up, 
due to their surrounding, due to their environment. Every single person has made up their own belief system about how the world works. Now, if your perception on the world or the decision that you're making is totally controversial to that belief system, their system starts to shake. Their system starts to shake. And when their system starts to shake, they start to feel unsafe. And feeling unsafe is one of the biggest emotion that our human brain tries to avoid. So in order to feel safe again, our brain or their brain in that situation starts to try, starts to take control over the situation. So they would give you all the reasons why you must be wrong so that they can be right so that they feel safe. Do you know what I like? Do you, this is like, this is fundamental. It is not about you. It is about their belief system starting to shake, which makes them feel unsafe. So their brain is taking over steering wheel and tries to control the situation by giving you all the reasons why you must be wrong so that they can be right and they can feel safe again. I really want you to memorize that this is not about you. This is how it works. Okay, so that was scenario one. They might not like you or they might get triggered. Their belief system starts to shake. But what also could happen as the opposite thing is they actually end up liking you. Because what happens is as soon as we start to fully be ourselves, to own our decisions, to really own who we are being, to be okay with our flaws and our strength and our skills and our shadows and everything that we are. We have so much more energy available to us because that I'm referring back to my drawer example. Imagine like trying to fit in all those boxes every single day. Can you imagine how much of your energy is costing you that? How much of your energy are you just using in order to fit in all those boxes? And now imagine you have all that energy just for yourself. Isn't that amazing? So what happens when we have all that energy for ourselves? We feel so much lighter. We feel so much more joyful, playful, happy. So when we're in those higher energies, joy and happiness, in playfulness, in lightness, what do you think happens? What happens when you meet a person who is in these energetic vibrations? Probably you feel kind of drawn to that person. Maybe you feel like, wow, that person has so much good energy. I really want to spend time with that person. Maybe you get inspired by that person. Maybe you get motivated. So what happens when we actually own who we are, we start to become magnetic without actually doing anything than just being ourselves. And that's exactly what happened to me. Like in the first 
moments like when I made those life-changing decisions people were like oh my god like what is she doing and now she's like giving up her whole career that she worked so hard for so many years for that business and what is even like what is coaching like what is she doing there you know like and now like people are just following and just observing what I'm doing and like I, I I keep receiving messages like wow this is so inspiring what you're doing that life that you've created for yourself like traveling the world while working and while making all your dreams come true and really be the CEO of your life really create your life in order than just living the life you that was here yeah that you kind of yeah, were put into due to external circumstances. So when we are fully ourselves, we become magnetic. And that judgment is no longer relevant. So I really fear, I really feel the fear of judgment in, in things where, or in decisions or in topics or in area where we are so sure for ourselves that this is the right thing for us this is what we want this is what we stand for then we don't care if someone judges us for something like things that we are ourselves in acceptance with the judgment does not really trigger us that much so for example okay let's let's take an example let me think um mm. I don't like I don't know like for example the color of my eyes for example I have like green eyes with um, brownish dots and sparkles or something whatever so I've like sometimes people say like oh your eyes are very special I kind of like my eyes but also I don't have a lot of emotions about my eyes so I don't really care what people would say right so if someone would say your eye color is very ugly I would be like okay what else like <laughs> now what like okay let's move on like right whatever like people that we don't have a problem with ourselves are usually or that we feel sure or in acceptance ourselves selves then we don't have a problem for example when i turned my nutrition to veganism that podcast where i was list that i was listening to where i where i the first time ever in my life was confronted really with with veganism and all the reasons for that I was so convinced of that nutrition style. I was so convinced. I didn't care what other people were saying because I knew for myself, this is how I want to live. This is my decision. This is the right thing for me. So it's okay like if you decide differently for yourself, but I'm, I'm going to do that no matter what. But it's the things where we are not in acceptance with ourselves. For example, I don't know like I'm not I don't know like I would not say that, that I'm that I'm thick or fat or anything I, I, I'm sure a lot of people will laugh right now but I'm also like not in a hundred percent acceptance yet with my body shape so if people would comment like oh you're you're fat or something then it would trigger me because I'm not in acceptance with it myself if I would accept myself fully and that's something I'm working on currently. If I would accept my, my body shape 100%, no matter what it looks like, 
and it's it's getting so much better like this used to be so different like I used to be the one who avoids going swimming with their friends during high school because I didn't want people to see what I looked like can you imagine how sad how sad for that poor teenage girl and I wasn't fat at all like this is this is silly like other people would like celebrate if they had the shape that I had back then like silly but you know how sad right and why just because I was not accepting myself so when we are in full acceptance with ourselves and full acceptance with our decisions and full acceptance with our life that neediness to belong diminishes it's not that relevant anymore so and this really gets us to the core here the more we accept ourselves it's all about the relationship we have with ourselves the more we feel confident in being us the more we accept ourselves with all the good things and maybe the not so good things with all the decisions no matter if they turn out to maybe be not the best ones we made. Then we can move on. Then this judgment does not trigger us that much anymore. And I can really tell you guys, I have taken so many leaps in the past, in the past two years, I would say. I've taken so many decisions, so many leaps. There were millions of situations with judgment and I really like I really decided I will just be me and I work through all these fears every single one of them and every single time I did it regardless and every single time I found myself on the other side nothing bad happened I was still there it costed me way less energy and I have grown so much and I have really built up that relationship with myself fundamentally so I hope this is helpful for you too in terms of fear of judgment. You are all beautiful, amazing souls here on this planet. Every single one of you is unique. Every single one of you has amazing skills and gifts. And this is not about comparison. This is not about trying to be good enough. We all are good enough just because we are. Our soul can never make a mistake. Our soul is always complete. Our soul can never be hurt. So go out there, take the actions you want to take, go for your dreams, live your life and know you're always enough. You're not relying on other people's judgment because it's all about you accepting yourself and who you are. I hope that was valuable for you. I'm sending you all my love. If you have any questions or want some guidance, um, please don't hesitate to write them in the comments. I'm happy to, to help and to, to answer everything you might want to know. And other than that, I wish you the most beautiful day and a beautiful Sunday tomorrow. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Lots of love and bye.